Neither do I condemn you. Now go forth in peace and sin no more. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Welcome to a New York Catholic conversation. My name is Deacon John Catalano, and I am joined by my good pal from Rockville Center, New York. That's Frank Alasia. Hey, Frank, how are you doing today? I'm doing fine. Deacon, how's everything? Everything is good. And once again, you've picked a good topic, and uh, we're approaching it from the point of view of this title, which is Whatever Happened to Sin? Uh, I don't even know if it's a topic that people discuss that much anymore, but how do we start with this, Frank? Where did sin go? It ha- it's a good question. You know, it ha- it has to. It's a subject that I felt like we really had to address um, in the podcast because, let's face it, mortal sin is what keeps uh, what keeps people out of heaven. So it's a big deal. And yes, G- Jesus is merciful, but don't forget, at your judgment, He comes as the just judge. And as we know, at sentencing, judges don't pass out Kleenex; they hand down sentences. But the world says something different, right? And you tell us about that. Well, no, no. First of all, the catechism uh, is a good place to, uh, to, I just looked in there and it says, it reminds us that the root of sin is in the heart of man, in his own free will. So when I look inside myself, what is it? I, am I envious and jealous and selfish? Uh, which then lead to other things. So I think the first step for this, the idea of where is sin located, let's look inside ourselves first. Am I right? Yeah, the world doesn't look at it that way, right? You know, I mean, um, you know, the world seems to think that when we sin, we're winning. Yeah. You know, when I, when I get away with something, when I cheat somebody, um, you know, when, when I when I steal in a way that you don't look at it as stealing, you know, cheat on their expenses, people, you know, commit adultery. I mean, think about it. You know, years ago, people were stoned for these things that people go about today doing like there's no repercussions for. When we give up religion, we give up religion and morality, right? We give up everything. You know, it's funny, the, uh, the the seven deadly sins you would think of as being, oh my God, the worst things that anybody's ever done, but adultery is not one of them. The, the seven deadly sins are pride, greed, lust, envy, gluttony, wrath, and sloth. And what's that first one, pride? That's the one that refuses to acknowledge our faults, Right. Right. And you always have to look at the opposite. You know, sin, these these things are, are good in their own right. But what happens is when we get too much of them, right? Eating isn't bad until we get gluttonous. Drinking isn't bad until we get drunk. The opposite of pride is humility. When you get humility right, all the other virtues fall into place. St. John of the Cross says, while here on earth, Nothing is more important to us than humility. And one of the best ways of obtaining that is to make frequent, sincere confession. It's important. Well, what about temptation then, Frank? Well, temptation is something that God permits, right? He permits us to be tempted so that we can grow in virtue. Feeling tempted and consulting uh, and and, uh, consenting to it are two different things. You know, you have to keep saying no to temptation. And I know I keep referring to the to the people in AA, but there's such a parallel between the two. You know, the church and, and, and AA, one is for the, the body and the other is for the soul. But people, places and things, you got to stay away from things that are going to lead you into sin. Yeah. What well, matters you- most is how you react to these temptations. You got to keep saying no. Well, you know, a venial sin weakens the sinner's union with God. 
So it's not a deliberate turning away. It's not, it doesn't block grace, but when you cross over into a mortal sin, that's defined as a grave action that's committed in full knowledge and gravity with full consent of the will. That's when you break really from communion with God and with his people. And that's why you can't receive communion when you're in that state of sin, mortal sin. So it's important to to avoid. What kind of things can we do, Frank, to, to, to get back into the state of grace and remain there? Well, some of the things that I think that are important to do is, of course, we, you know, prayer is very important, but prayer to the saint who overcame the sin that you were trying to get rid of. And once again, I think of Augustine all the time because, you know, chastity is a big thing today. People, people more people go to hell for sins of the flesh than all other sins combined. So it's very important that you pray to a saint that had the same problem that you were trying to overcome. I think that's a very good way to go about it. Also, something that's not spoken about a lot are the sacramentals, you know, a miraculous medal. St. Benedict is very powerful intercessor against the devil. The devil runs from St. Benedict. Uh, The rosary, carry the rosary and say the rosary every day if you can. Once again, start small. And then, of course, holy water. Holy water is is very, very, uh, very, very powerful uh, against the devil. So those, those are just some of the things that, that, I, that I think. Yeah, it's interesting uh, that you mentioned those things that are helps to us in terms of our what holiness or closeness to God. The flip side of it is that the root, but you never heard the expression, the root of all evil is money or money right. is the root of evil. That's well, not yeah. true. The no. root, the, it's the love of money uh, that corrupts us. In fact, um, what defiles us is, the Lord said, is what comes from within, as we said earlier. Right. Uh, it's the things that if, I, if I'm if i not self-aware, I mean, look, it's, somebody has a success in my life, and I'm, I don't, I'm not happy for that person. I, I sort of, I'm a little bit envious of that. Or I think when you get near the edges of sort of personal weakness, that's where it is. It's in our heart. Bad thoughts about others, selfishness dissension, arguments, those are the things that defile us and lead to much greater sins. Yeah, I heard of a lecture, I heard a priest give a lecture on sin one, and he really, it was something he said really hit home because he said, Jesus offers us a crystal clear pool to swim in. He says, follow these commandments, follow the teachings of the church, and you'll be okay. And instead, what do we do? We jump into a cesspool and we cover ourselves with everything in it. And I kind of thought about that. You know, when you think about mortal sin, when you think about, you know, fornication and and, and people drink to get drunk and stuff, those are mortal sins and and how ugly they are. You know, and I think that, uh, you know, it, it, instead of instead of following God, we're, we're pulled that way. And, and you know, because we're because we're human. But the one thing I will say is you know, because I know that you, you speak about God's mercy all the time, and it's true. You can't be scrupulous. Don't fall into despair, because God's mercy and goodness are close by. You know, thinking that you can't reform and it's hopeless leads to despair and depression, and that's the wrong attitude. Yeah, you know? no, I agree, but, but uh, you know, there's that balance, right? The, yes. the first, the, the, this whole topic is, is uncomfortable, because we're all sinful, we're all sinners, we're all fallen, the world is fallen. Yes. But the first thing that comes to mind for me is what the Lord said, when he brought the woman caught in adultery to him, he said, let he who is without sin cast the first stone. We're not here casting any stones. 
I, no, I'm looking at myself saying, he's right. what said, judge not lest you be judged. That's where I have to begin looking at myself against what God wants for me. But you and I know we have to be honest with ourselves, Frank, and with each other and say to ourselves, sin exists. It's something to be avoided. It corrupts us in our lives. And we have to be honest and truthful with each other about what it is and, and how to avoid it. Yeah, I think that to, to sum it up, I would say, you know, stop sinning. You know, you can, you can wallow in self-deception and I'm okay, you're okay, and, and do what feels good and whatever you want to do. But the bottom line is you have to try to amend your life. Someone once said to me, remember, no, don't live like you're going to get out alive. You're going to have to answer at the end. Yeah, and I think also I'd add to that and say, we're all in this world where we criticize, blame, and condemn everybody else and then excuse ourselves. That's right. what we got to get away from. Stop looking at other people and what they're doing wrong, but rather look inside ourselves and correct with our yeah. own shortcomings. Right. You go You go before God yourself. Don't worry about what it, you're not going to be able to say, well, he did this and he did that. And, you know, uh, I'm not as bad as, as him or her. That's another bad way to look at it. That doesn't matter. The only one who's going to face Jesus at judgment is you. So, and, and what did Jesus say to finish it off? He said, now go in peace and sin no more. That's the instruction from the Lord. Sin no perfect, more. Perfect way to end it. Deep. All right, Frank. I love talking to you about all this stuff. And uh, folks, just don't forget to like us or follow us. I see that more people are doing so lately. And also send us an email at anycatholicconversation at gmail.com. That's anycatholicconversation at gmail.com. Frank, I love you a lot. I'll talk to you next time. Man. Take care, Deacon.